With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Foxborough football fans? Another episode of First in Foxborough. One of the final ones, potentially, of the 2022 football season. We will see what transpires on Sunday because it certainly looks like we are about to get football between the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills after just an unbelievable week, completely unprecedented. Um just one of the the wilder weeks in the NFL in recent memory, starting off on Monday night with DeMar Hamlin suffering a cardiac arrest on the field against the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. And we are now at a point where uh, DeMar Hamlin, he's he's been in you know listed in critical condition for a while, but he's starting to improve. He's starting to be able to communicate through writing. He's even asking, hey, did we win the game? Um, and uh, having people tell him, hey, look, man, you won the game of life. You're still here. So, look, continue good vibes, good thoughts, prayers headed in DeMar Hamlin's way. Keep on supporting that toy drive, uh, which is now over $7 million raised. I mean, most of that has come in the past couple of days. So just outstanding shows of generosity from a lot of people. And I hope that continues because – uh, obviously, it's a way of supporting uh, DeMar Hamlin, but also the people that he wants to support uh, in his home community of McKee's Rocks in Pennsylvania. So a lot of good, uplifting things uh, out of what could have been a very, very, very tragic event on Monday. And, and you hope that um, you know things keep on getting better from DeMar Hamlin's standpoint. We heard from Bill Belichick, David Andrews, Devin McCourty, and Mac Jones yesterday at the podium, um, among other players uh, later on as well, uh, just talking about really, obviously there's a football game to prepare for, but making DeMar Hamlin and his recovery the main focus. You know, Bill Belichick talked about being a coach with the New York Jets back in 1997 when Reggie Brown, uh, former linebacker for the Detroit Lions uh, hit the turf at the Silver Dome in in Detroit, and uh, you know didn't get up, and he had to be revived by CPR, and you know, really similar situation 
in, in some in some respects. Uh, and Bill Belichick just being like, hey, look, I like I was there for something just like this. It's something that you never forget. Um, and Devin McCourty talking about the brotherhood of the league. And hey, look, it's fans have a different perspective a lot of the time in that you you're like, yeah, I hate the Jets. You know, we we hate this other team. Hate, hate, hate like sports hate, which is something that I've always found to be a little bit too far for me. Uh, I don't think it's really something that I get into very much personally. I mean, to each their own, obviously. But I, I think that this week in particular has really eroded some of that in in a in a big way across the league because everybody is everyone's a Demar Hamlin fan right now, and everybody to an extent is pulling for the Buffalo Bills, even though you don't want to necessarily pull for them to win on Sunday. If you're a Patriots fan, I, I wouldn't think. Um, but, you know, I think Mac Jones kind of said it best, you know, when he was asked about the possibility of, of meeting a really emotional, really charged up Buffalo squad on Sunday that was going to be playing for DeMar Hamlin. And Mac Jones said, hey, look, we're all playing for him. I mean, we all want to go out there and compete because that's what he would do when he's out there. That's what he would have done. And I felt like that was, again, delivered in kind of Mac Jones speech and his his deadpan way of doing things. But it struck it struck me. I, I thought that was a really, really interesting quote. And uh, again, just shows you, look, when you're on the field, it's all business. But when it's off the field, it's all love and respect. I, I think that's been a really cool thread of what has taken place over the past couple of weeks. Again, born out of something that could have been really, really tragic. Now, look, at this point, I guess we kind of have to talk about the football, don't we? Because it's going to happen, whether we are ready for it or not, or whether you think it should be happening or not. That football is, is going to happen this weekend. Big set of games coming up on Sunday as well as on Saturday, I mean, you have uh, the potential for Kansas City to wrap up the number one seed before things even begin against the Las Vegas Raiders. If they go ahead and win that game, they will be the number one seed because Buffalo and Cincinnati's game has been declared a no contest. There's nothing, especially if you end up going by winning percentage to determine the seed. If Kansas City wins, there's nothing either one of those teams can do to to make up that ground so they would be fighting for the second seed essentially at that point so that that could obviously be big and have big ramifications and you also have the possibility of the jacksonville jaguars going back to the playoffs for the first time in a minute and you know they will be playing for it all against the tennessee titans for the afc south and if jacksonville wins they are going to they're going to win the AFC South and make the playoffs and that game also matters for the Patriots because the Patriots need Jacksonville or want Jacksonville to win that game because if Jacksonville does the Patriots would then hold a tiebreaker over the Tennessee Titans in the event that the New England Patriots lose to the Bills on Sunday now let's go back through some of these scenarios that that need to happen here okay so first of all for, for the Patriots specifically, if they win against Buffalo, they are in. That is it. Done. 
don't need to debate it anymore. They hold the tiebreakers over Miami at that point. Even if Miami were to win against the Jets, it would not matter. The Patriots would be in over the Dolphins. Now, if, and, and then I would also go for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if the Steelers were to win, they would the Patriots would still be in over the Steelers because they have the head-to-head tiebreaker at 9-8, and eight, should all those teams uh, finish 9-8. and eight. But, okay, let's get back to the matter at hand here. So if the Patriots were to lose against the Bills, it is not over. For one thing, the Jets have been kind of removed from the picture. They cannot make the playoffs at this point because they cannot finish with nine wins. So here are the things that would need to happen in order for the Patriots to still make the playoffs at eight and nine, even if they lost to the Buffalo Bills. They would need the Jets to beat the Dolphins because if Miami wins, they get nine wins and that's it. They're in. Boom. Done. And then you need the Pittsburgh Steelers to lose their game so that they don't end up with nine wins as well. So there you go. You need a little bit of help if the Patriots are to lose this game and still make the playoffs with just eight wins. It's going to get a little crowded down there. Now, there's been discussion about whether or not Buffalo would even be interested in playing this game, would they rest their starters, what have you. That appears to be out of the window now, and here is why. Even if the Kansas City Chiefs win against the Raiders, there is a chance that Buffalo is still going to have an opportunity to play for an AFC championship game at a neutral site so that essentially home field advantage would be negated for the the number one seed in that case because of what transpired here. Because you got to remember, Buffalo, at the time of that Monday night game, was playing to keep the number one seed in the AFC because they had the same record as Kansas City heading into last weekend. But because Buffalo beat Kansas City straight up earlier in the year, they had the head-to-head tiebreaker. So if both teams won out, Buffalo was going to be the number one seed. And Cincinnati also was playing to potentially sneak their way into that conversation because they had one fewer loss than both of those teams. But again, if they had beaten the Bills and if Kansas City had slipped up at any point, then Cincinnati could have potentially been the number one seed. So all three of those teams were in the conversation since that Monday night game was ruled a no contest. However, as I mentioned, Kansas city now is in the driver's seat as long as they take care of business on Saturday. Now the league has thrown out a couple of different scenarios in which the AFC championship game will be played at a neutral site. If the participating teams played an unequal number of games. And so that would be, the case here, right? So the Bills and Bengals will have only played 16 games and the Chiefs will have played 17 games. So there's just nothing you can do from a winning percentage standpoint. It wasn't going to add up. And if both teams in there could have been the number one seed and hosted the game, had all AFC clubs played a full 17-game regular season. Those circumstances involve Buffalo or Cincinnati qualifying for the game as a road team. So this would happen if... And this is this is what ha- if, if this happens this weekend, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie, so they would have they would finish with the same number of wins. Then Buffalo versus Kansas City, an AFC Championship game between those two teams, would be at a neutral site. 
or if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore beats the Bengals or ties the Bengals, then again, that's a situation where Buffalo versus Kansas City, if they were to make it, they would be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati were to win, so then all of a sudden you have a situation where Cincinnati now could become the, the number two seed in, in this, a Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. So basically, look, if there's a situation where Buffalo or Kansas City or Cincinnati, if, if any of them end up in like a combination of the number one and two seeds as one of those teams left and they play in the AFC championship game, that's that becomes a neutral site game. So in, in Buffalo's case in particular, let's keep it focused there. Buffalo has lost at Arrowhead Stadium against Kansas City in the last two seasons, last two postseasons, I should say, from a playoff standpoint, including the AFC championship game two years ago. So that has been something that all along I think that they were going to be playing for. Now, Buffalo will not get a chance to get the number one seed, but they were going to be in the conversation. So as long as they win, so this is almost kind of a, if you win, you're in sort of deal for Buffalo. Now they can negate Kansas city's home field advantage and have a little bit of a different shot for the AFC championship game. So this matters to Buffalo. Now, this is not a game where Buffalo sits at starters. I would not think because there is still something to play for. For one, they get the number two seed, then they get home field advantage throughout the playoffs for everybody except Kansas City. And again, as we have discussed, it would not matter because they would play a neutral site game. You don't have to go to Arrowhead. You play someplace else. So you're going to get the full might of the Buffalo Bills, so much as, as it is right now. Obviously, there were some injuries in that past game, including the one to DeMar Hamlin. So this is probably not going to be a full-strength Buffalo squad, but you're going to get Josh Allen. You're going to get Stephon Diggs. You're going to get the healthy, really good members of that defense. This is what it is. You're not getting in the easy way if you're the New England Patriots. you got to win against them for real. On top of that, you are going to have to win against a Buffalo team that is going to want to win for DeMar Hamlin. I think that the emotions early in that game are going to be intense. That crowd at Highmark Stadium is going to be rocking. They're going to be going wild. You're going to be seeing three signs, three jerseys, what have you, all over the place. It is going to be something else. And the Patriots are going to have to withstand that and punch back if they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, this is a situation where with this Patriots team, let, let, let's keep it real. If this are normal circumstances, if these are normal circumstances, the Bills are probably going to beat the Patriots because they're better. They are just simply better. Even with everything that has happened to the Buffalo Bills over the last couple of weeks or happened this season, the Bills are just better. They toyed with the Patriots at Gillette Stadium a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't it wasn't even as close as it looked. They they dominated. So this is this is not going to be a, a an easy task at all for New England. Now, this is not completely normal though. And the Buffalo Bills again, we talked about this having having all the emotion they're going to be playing with, but 
that's probably going to come with some highs and lows. And if the Patriots can withstand that initial punch or anytime the Buffalo surges, that they can just stay in it, keep their nose in there, stay in the fight, they could have a chance to pull off an upset here. Because, again, the, the Bills are the better team, but this is an unprecedented situation. And at some point, you, you would think that there might be a moment where the emotional fatigue hits a little bit and maybe you start to drag. And if New England can put a chink in that armor, then, then maybe something happens here where, where you can get up in there and you could stake your claim to getting into the playoffs on your own merits. Now, the other thing I would say here is that if that were to happen, if the Patriots were to actually beat this Buffalo Bills team and get to nine and eight that way, I don't know that it would change my outlook on the playoffs. It might just be like a one game fluky thing, obviously. And then you would probably have to, you might even have to turn right around and play that Buffalo Bills team next week. But it would feel hard fought and, and well earned by the Patriots, even despite everything that they have done wrong over the past couple of months and the deficiencies of the offense and just not looking like much of a playoff team. If they were to actually pull that off, I, you'd have to give them their respect for that, for being resilient, for in the end doing what needed to be done. And then, okay, yeah, sure, they probably get wiped off the face of the earth next week in the wild card round by the Bills, Bengals, or what have you, right? But that would be a heck of a win. You'd have to give it to him, especially, look, it, it's not just the Bills that are going through this. I mean, really, the entire league is going through something right now, uh, even though the Bills and Bengals are obviously the teams that are most directly affected. So, yeah, in terms of talking about the football, I mean, there you are. Those are the implications. Now, on the field for the Patriots, you could have some good news on the horizon in terms of the injury front. Both Marcus Jones and Jonu Smith, who had been struggling with concussions that they had suffered, Jones was out of that game against and missed last week's win over the Dolphins. So you might be able to get both of them back. They were limited in practice on Thursday, which is, hey, I mean, it's, it's a sign towards them progressing to play. And you could really use Marcus Jones back, obviously. Now, the only downside is that Devon Godshaw missed practice on Thursday with an illness. So maybe you would think that if, if he's if he's sick, that he could probably push through and play. So look, you might be getting to be about as close to full health as you possibly could get. Uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Friday's injury report will be interesting, but you need to be about as full strength as you can get against the Buffalo Bills because even when they're a bit shorthanded and even when they are tired and beat up emotionally, they're a really good football team. We'll see how it goes down. Um, just a couple of days away from probably one of the craziest weekends of NFL football we've seen in a little bit. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This has been First in Foxborough. I will be down at Gillette Stadium getting some uh, locker room. I'll be down at Gillette Stadium getting some locker room audio from some players today, possibly for the last time this year. Let you hear some of it in a little while. Until next time.